Rochelle was doing a little shopping went into the city last night. Tells me she gets on the uh, train, picks it up at Long Branch, takes the train in. No sooner does she sit down, next stop, all of a sudden, everybody's getting on the train. That's the worst feeling in the world, by the way, is you get on there, especially if you go in like 7 o'clock in the morning, you're like, yeah. I'm going to have a nice, quiet ride. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll bring a book or put in some music in my ears, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's going to be fine. You, I like to walk. This is a little travel tip. <laughs> you're taking a commuter rail. Now, yeah. now, granted, if you're doing it at rush hour, I understand it's hard to pull this off. But if you're going like Saturday morning, 7 o'clock, you're going to spend the day in the city or something like that, mm-hmm. or if you're going to take it maybe to Asbury Park so you don't have sure. to park, one of those sort of deals, sure. walk all the way to the front. Oh, okay. Because it's going to be empty for most of the ride. Yeah. And by the time you get to your destination, it's still going to be, you know, not that big. And it pulls in first in the station. You know, so you so pull you into uh, you pull into Penn or you pull into Grand Central, you're the first one out of there. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a little travel tip for you. <laughs> it's like the first class. <laughs> it is. It's like the, the first train <laughs> is like the first class, kind of. Kind of. Of yeah. the uh, commuter rail sure. of, of uh, Jersey Transit. Well, anyway, Rochelle gets on the train, and she says, looks like it's going to be fine. Next stop, all of a sudden, five, six, seven people get on the train. Yeah. Guy sits down right next to you. So, first of all, that is just, don't be that guy. When right. there's other seats available, right. don't sit, and especially when it's a pretty blonde with big boobs like Rochelle. Well, stop. Don't sit all. next to that person. Don't be that kind of a creep, okay? And I'm not just saying this because you're my person. That's just a, a jerk move anyway. I, it doesn't matter who... What you look like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but you know what? There's all those open seats there. You don't sit. It's just like when you're in the in the bathroom and there's twelve stalls. You don't go in the one next to somebody else. You at least leave a space. Yes. Same with the train. But if you're on the bus, you're on the train where you don't have an assigned seat. If there are other seats and you sit right next to, you know, a pretty girl, guys, Mm. you're being a creep. Okay. You don't have any game. You're just being a creep. Am I, I'm lying. I'm dying. Am I wrong? Okay. Come on. All That's right. just creepy. Well, this guy sits down next to you mm-hmm. and you look at the window and say, I guess, right? And, and I wasn't there. So I'm just kind of imagining this. Yeah. Hey, you're just like, well, it is what it is. I got 40 minutes. I'll I mean, be in the city. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to move. It was fine. There guy were goes other into his, seats. Guy but... goes into his knapsack and does what? He grabs a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> a tuna sandwich. Oh my Are God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He had, it was in the Ziploc bag, oh. so you know this thing has been sitting there for hours. Hang on, so it's a room temperature tuna fish sandwich. He whips oh. this thing out, no napkin, no nothing, and starts eating a tuna fish sandwich right next to me. Here's my favorite part of the story. Again, I don't mean to tell your story, but oh. I just, I love this. And you're sitting there all disgusted and I'm cackling away when you come <laughs> home and tell me the story last night. A little bit of the tuna, because he's got it in his knapsack, so the sandwich is a little smushed. A <laughs> little bit of it falls right in the floor and you get that... That oh. plop noise of the tuna falling to the floor of the train. Disgusting. It's Disgusting. Just, what a smell. I was trying to be nice about it, but it smelled so bad and it was warm <laughs> in there. And so like I'm trying I to, love this story. I'm trying to like hold my nose without like being obvious, but I, it was just you don't you don't do this. But also, you're holding your nose just to send a signal. Put away the sandwich. Yeah, this is not well, the tuna was, train, he Bob. Did, he did not get it and clearly doesn't understand the rules of travel. You don't... Br- <laughs> First of all, you don't sit next to somebody. Yeah. And second of all, you, you don't don't bring, eat a tuna fish sandwich. You don't bring a tu- an old tuna fish sandwich <laughs> or eggs. Those are the... You don't bring those <laughs> on a plane, a train, in the car, and your work. You don't eat those there. This you here, save those for home. Not the tuna train. Seriously. Rochelle was doing a little shopping, went into the city last night. Tells me she gets on the uh, train, picks it up at Long Branch, takes the train in. No sooner does she sit down, next stop, all of a sudden, everybody's getting on the train. That's the worst feeling in the world, by the way, is you get on there, especially if you go in like 7 o'clock in the morning, you're like, I'm going to have a nice, quiet ride, Mm -hmm. maybe I'll bring a book 
or put in some music in my ears, and mm. it seems like it's going to be fine. You, I like to walk. This is a little travel tip. <laughs> you're taking a commuter rail. Now, yeah. now, granted, if you're doing it at rush hour, I understand it's hard to pull this off. But if you're going like Saturday morning, 7 o'clock, you're going to spend the day in the city or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to take it maybe to Asbury Park, so you don't have sure. to park, one of those sort of deals. Sure. Walk all the way to the front. Oh, okay. Because it's going to be empty for most of the ride. Yeah. And by the time you get to your destination, it's still going to be, you know, not that big. And it pulls in first in the station. You know, so you so pull you into uh, you pull into Penn or you pull into Grand Central, you're the first one out of there. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a little travel tip for you. <laughs> it's like the first class. <laughs> it is. It's like the, the first train <laughs> is like the first class, kind of. Kind of. Of yeah. the uh, commuter rail sure. of, of uh, Jersey Transit. Well, anyway, Rochelle gets on the train, and she says, looks like it's going to be fine. Next stop, all of a sudden, five, six, seven people get on the train. Yeah. Guy sits down right next to you. So first of all, that is just, don't be that guy. When right. there's other seats available, right. don't sit, and especially when it's a pretty blonde with big boobs like Rochelle. Well, stop. First don't of sit all. next to that person. Don't be that kind of a creep, okay? And I'm not just saying this because you're my person. That's just a, a jerk move anyway. I, it doesn't matter who, what you look like. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but it, you know what? All those open seats yes. there. You don't sit. It's just like when you're in the in the bathroom and there's twelve stalls. You don't go in the one next to somebody else. You at least leave a space. Yes. Same with the train. But if you're on the bus, you're on the train where you don't have an assigned seat. If there are other seats and you sit right next to, you know, a pretty girl, guys, mm. you're being a creep. Okay. <laughs> you don't have any game. You're just being a creep. Am I, I'm lying. I'm dying. Am I wrong? Okay. Come on. All That's right. just creepy. Well, this guy sits down next to you mm-hmm. and you look at the window and say, I guess, right? And, and I wasn't there. So I'm just kind of imagining this. Yeah. And you're just like, well, it is what it is. I got 40 minutes. I'll I mean, be in the city. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to move. It was fine. There guy were goes into his seats. Guy but... goes into his knapsack and does what? He grabs a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> a tuna sandwich. Oh my Are God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He had, it was in the Ziploc bag, oh. so you know this thing has been sitting there for hours. Hang on, so it's a room temperature tuna fish sandwich. He whips oh. this thing out, no napkin, no nothing, and starts eating a tuna fish sandwich right next to me. Here's my favorite part of the story. Again, I don't mean to tell your story, but oh. I just, I love this. And you're sitting there all disgusted, and I'm cackling away when you come <laughs> home and tell me the story last night. A little bit of the tuna, because he's got it in his knapsack, so the sandwich is a little smushed. A little bit of it falls right in the floor, and you get that... That oh. plop noise of the tuna falling to the floor of the train. Disgusting. It's Disgusting. Just, what a smell. I was trying to be nice about it, but it smelled so bad and it was warm <laughs> in there. And it's so like I'm trying I to, love this story. I'm trying to like hold my nose without like being obvious, but I, it was just you don't you don't do this. But also, you're holding your nose just to send a signal. Put away the sandwich. Yeah, this is not well, the tuna was, train, he Bob. Did, he did not get it and clearly doesn't understand the rules of travel. You don't... <laughs> first of all, you don't sit next to somebody. Yeah. And second of all, you, you don't don't bring, eat a tuna fish sandwich. You don't bring a tu- an old tuna fish sandwich or eggs. Those are the... You don't bring those <laughs> on a plane, a train, in the car, and your work. You don't eat those there. This you here, save those for home. Not the tuna train. Seriously. Getting ever closer, edging closer to another weekend. Time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Thank you for sending these into us. You can do that anytime on the Robbie and Rochelle in the Morning page right there, 1071theboss.com, featuring our new morning show cast graphic. Ooh, fancy. Which I love. I posted it on my own Facebook. I think it looks, we look like the Brady Bunch. (laughs) I'm Carol Brady, by the way. (laughs) I figured. Or maybe I'm Marsha. Yeah. (laughs) With the smush nose. Mm -hmm. Anyway, send it into us if you get a community event, you're trying to do something good to give back for a charity, for an organization. Uh, You can also do it on our Facebook page. We share it every morning right around 620, or so on the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Wine and Design happening at River Rock Restaurant Marina Bar in Brick. 
That's today, 6.30. Proceeds benefit the One Catalyst Foundation. I should say this evening at 6.30. Yes. Contact at onecatalyst.org for more info and to purchase your tickets. 10th Annual Mercer County Cultural Festival and Food Truck Rally is going on up in West Windsor. That goes on Saturday, 11 to 7. Mercer County Park Festival is free to attend, free to park. they got traditional dance, musical performances, artisans, art demonstrations, Ooh. food trucks, international cuisine, by the way. Oh, yum. Children's activities and a whole lot more. A beer garden, mercercounty.org for all the info. Monmouth Park Racetrack. We love Monmouth Park. Yes. Doing a cooler giveaway Saturday starting at 11 a.m. Be one of the first 5,000 fans into the park, paying fans into the park, and you receive a free cooler. What does that mean? You're going to jump the fence? Well, I don't think you can get in without paying. You're so. trampled by a horse. Maybe. <laughs> Monmouthpark.com for more details. For the love of God, don't jump the fence. Yeah, don't do that. And we got the grand opening of the Stretch Lab, and Tom Cunningham will be doing Springsteen on Sunday. All your Bruce Toons and John Fogarty tickets. Sunday morning, starting at 9. Just one of the places the Boss Roadies will be on tour. You can mm-hmm. check out all Boss events at 1071theboss.com. There's just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you, needed to know this more morning. More $100 gas cards. Yeah. And our free fuel freakout. I know, it seems like, man, it's just got a never-ending stack of gas cards. And we're glad that we do. Yes. We were thinking about uh, doing this later in the year. But, man, it just kind of worked out as the price just keeps edging up and up. <sighs> yeah. Looks yep. like uh, no one did. I was watching an interview with uh, Jamie Dimon who's the head of J.P. Morgan. Okay. And he used to be the CEO of Bank of America. Mm-hmm. And he says, get ready, there's a hurricane coming in the economy. Prices are going to keep going up and up. He says they could double in the next year. If if everything crazy. stays exactly the same. It's really crazy. Isn't I mean, that great? We're going to be eating a lot of ramen noodles. This is what's this is what's happening here. This is like, yeah, It's bad enough <laughs> if you get an Easter Nick saying there's a hurricane coming. It might be yeah. even worse when you get a guy who works J.P. Morgan says that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Is he feeling the wrath? Or he, I'm sure he's okay. Oh, he's right? got nothing to worry he's about. Fine. The guy's he's worth fine. like sixty billion dollars. Cool, cool, cool. He's like, hey, hey, Bezos. Guess what I just told these fools? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how they talk to each other? I lost four billion dollars. I still have sixty-two billion. Yes. <laughs> I'm doing an impression of uh, Paul W. Smith, the talk show host that you and I used yes, to work with. Yes. I don't know why I do that, but every rich person sounds like him. <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you the story. I was one of the management people there at that radio station, and I got to see the balance sheet. I'm like, how much does he make? Oh, really? What the hell? So he is one of those rich people. Hello, Jamie Dimon. Mr. <laughs> J.P. Morgan. Is this actually J.P. Morgan? Hello. <laughs> Regards, I'm Paul W. Smith. You'll probably sue me for this now. But Amazing. That's, that's okay. Amazing. So. <laughs> Uh, time now for pre-coffee thoughts. You know, every uh, Wednesday morning, we do uh, pre-coffee thoughts, mm-hmm. and we do it right after 6 a.m. So it's a little wake up with us early, get over the hump, get closer to the weekend kind of deal. But we obviously promote it, and we mention it, and you can get it on the podcast, but I, I got a couple of uh, messages over the, to be honest with you, past several weeks, <laughs> and it just occurred to me that, you know, if you miss it, I feel bad because we do have fun doing it. So I thought we'd do a couple right now. Oh. Some pre-coffee thoughts. Okay, all right. And we have everybody write down just some stream of consciousness, and we see what transpires right here. If there's watermelon, shouldn't there be earth melon, fire melon, air melon, <laughs> all the melons? Sure, that the Ella melons. The Ella the melons. <laughs> That's awesome. That is a good yes. point, isn't it? There should be some. What, what would a fire melon be? I like that. That's fun. It's probably a flavor of White Claw. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, like. Your eyes literally sparkle <laughs> when I bring up White Claw. I definitely should be the spokesperson for White Claw. Yeah, you I should really be something. like it. You'd probably be at the Betty Ford Clinic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys got any elements here? <laughs> Our long national nightmare is over. Rochelle has turned herself in. That was a Gerald Ford joke for those who don't it's know. Great, uh, millions great. of photos are probably lost on discarded flip phones. 
Oh, that's true. Are you one of these people that ever, uh, well, you throw away everything, mm -hmm. but I was going to say, are you a person who's ever hung on to an old phone at least for a little while to be sure that your new phone has got all your pictures and any phone numbers you might need, anything like that? No. Mm -mm. See, I, I used to do, I used to hang on to hard drives and laptops like shocker. a new one. Shocker. You hung on to it? What's the shocker? You hang on to everything. Well, You're like, I might need this piece of paper in 12 years That's what now. I mean. It's like, what if I had some file that I forgot How to transfer? How are you going to get it off? Oh, you could still boot it up. It doesn't need to be connected to anything, right? Uh, if you could find the charger. And if you have an old flip phone, you probably... No, I don't think they'd connect to Wi-Fi, would that's they? What I, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you going to do with that? Get rid of it. <laughs> just get rid of it. You could just do that Germanic uh, flip phone close, yeah. like Liam Neeson. I actually, if I'm being honest with you... I have a very specific set of skills. I will find you and kill you, close. <laughs> I, <laughs> this doesn't work the same when you hit the red button is, on your iPhone. You're right. And I will be honest with you. I think I Boom. did keep my very first flip phone. Of course you did. It just... I, I did. I, I put it in my high school box. So I, other than that, I think I got rid of it. I all wish of them. I had the brick, you know, the first one I had 20 years ago. Because <laughs> we worth something. We bring now. that to the pawn shop, yeah. pawn busters, whatever it is. We probably make a few bucks. Or you could just sit in your car and pretend like you're talking on it and wait for the reaction of the person next to you because that would be fun too. <laughs> Look at this guy. Walk through them all. Hello? <laughs> Can you hear me now? I don't know why I'm joking about that. Everybody still does it. Oh, yeah. You can say that you don't. We yeah. all still do that. You do. You do. Airlines will force you to buckle up, but buses have no seatbelt despite much higher risk of accidents. Yeah, what is that? Or the subway. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? Absolutely true. Crazy. And uh, a couple of things here. Uh, they also have no security on buses or subway trains yeah. where it's ridiculous 10 hours of security at the right. airport. Right. That makes no sense. It doesn't. However, travel tip, bring yourself a nice, thick uh, hardcover book, uh -huh. put it on your lap, and make sure you pay attention when the flight attendant is doing the how to fasten your seatbelt <laughs> BS. And I guarantee you, she'll leave you alone. He, he slash she will leave you alone uh -huh. when it comes this to checking the seatbelt. This is your travel tip, yeah. huh? Also be about 100 pounds overweight like I am, and they go, oh, that poor guy probably can't fasten it. <laughs> and they'll leave you alone. Travel tip. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks for that. The more you know. <laughs> Vampires might just look younger because most signs of aging are caused by the sun. Oh, look at that. Rochelle's going to get herself a coffin right now. <laughs> we get bats flying around the house. It's just Rochelle and her friends trying to look younger. Yeah. The fridge door is a giant light switch. That's, oh, that's true. true. That is true. You ever open up the fridge and then play with the little thing yourself just turn the light on and off? <laughs> Try it with each finger. It's kind of fun. I can't say that I have. Everything under your skin is wet. Ew. That's gross. That's a troubling thought, isn't it? That's so gross. All right, I can't like end that. on that one. Bad eyesight is the most normalized disability. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that is true. That's kind of, that is a deep thought, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. All right, one more, one more. You drop your uh, tablet or your phone. The taller you are, the more likely you are to crack your screen. <laughs> Hashtag tall people problems. <laughs> That's very true, isn't that it? That is true. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal's probably ruined his tablet many times. I'll never forget the day I wore really tall heels and then tried to bend down to get something. I had complete sympathy for you because I didn't realize how, how much harder it is when you're that much taller to reach something on the ground. And I'm not really that tall. I mean, you're I'm not Shaquille O'Neal tall. Than me. You're 6'5". Yeah. Well, that's pretty tall. You're kind of itty-bitty. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. I got a guy on Twitter named Don who uh, writes this from time to time. He's always got thoughts. Nothing bad. Mm -hmm. he's, he's very, he just has a good time listening every day. We appreciate that. But he did point out yesterday, we missed a couple of things. You know, we do those national this or that days. Yeah. They're kind of funny. Yeah, like they are. Yesterday, we mentioned it was National Best Friends Day. Mm -hmm. It was National Drive-In Movie Day the other yeah. day. Apparently, yesterday, we missed National Ice Tea Day. 
according to Don, anyway. Oh, I don't. Th- I think that that's coming up. Actually, I, I think, think that might be tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? I think I so. Know, he told me it was. I don't know why. I don't know why I know that, but I'm pretty sure it's tomorrow. He's getting all his information from Twitter. It might be faulty. <laughs> I don't know. And this, I I do happen to know because I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. Is that yesterday? And I forgot. So I guess I'm not as big a nerd as I thought. Yesterday was Ghostbusters Day. Oh, okay. Fans uh, have started this. You know, like the Star Trek people. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Star Wars Whoa. people. <laughs> The Star Wars people whoa, whoa. started that May the 4th be with you baloney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Ghostbusters fans, of which I'm one. I mean, I like Star Wars too. Yeah. Like Star Trek. Sure. Uh, the anniversary of the movie coming out every year. The, the first, first one. one? Uh, is Ghostbusters Day. So the original Ghostbusters came out June 8th, 1984. Okay. So yesterday, June 8th, was hashtag Ghostbusters Day. Okay. And I guess we missed it. So who are you going to call? <laughs> you're going to tweet me. That's what That's what you're going to do. <laughs> Well, there you go. Happy, I did. Happy Ghostbusters! I, I don't. Day. Is it is it registered under the? So there's. We get these national days. There's a thing called nationalcalendar.com, and you can actually register for national days. You could have any national day you want. It costs like three hundred bucks, and they list it That's on. It's like when site. you name a star after somebody. Yeah, yeah. So you could have a national Robbie and Michelle Day if we really wanted to. It's like really. Yeah, it's like three hundred dollars. We got to start a Kickstarter so, for that. Is there? Is that? Re- do you you know if that's registered? I don't. I would like imagine it is base? because the fans are are a pretty big deal. Oh, okay. And Dan Ackerman. Is is big with the fans yeah, on celebrating yeah. all this. So my guess is it probably is. Did they do celebrations or did they do something? Yeah, they got a whole day? deal where they yeah. There's okay. a whole comma not a comic con but like a festival like was that. Was that in the city? I don't know where. I don't oh. know. You're asking me well, a lot. Of, I, you're a big you're a big Ghostbusters. I guess fan. I'm we not that big a fan because I'm just, not what? I'm not dressing up like a fool like <laughs> Slimer. Okay. Okay. I did see. I happened to be flipping around the other day and I did happen to see a little bit probably for the fourth time now of the most recent one that came out last year, Ghostbusters three. Oh, okay. And I like it more and more. The more it go, the more I see it, the more I like it. It gets Is better. Is that the one the girl with the girl cast? Is that the one you're talking about? No, no, the one with the where the guys came back that came out last year. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Okay. I yes. like. I, I'm liking it. I thought it was good when I first saw it, and I'm liking it more the more yeah. I see it. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. And it happened to be, now it's on TV because it's been out of the movies long enough, so right. I happen to see it again. So there, there you go. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> happy belated National Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Day. Day. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Time for hashtag mom. Every morning, 7.20, 9.20. Send these in. We share them on the radio. We search all our... See, I get notes even from guys like Don. He's not a mom at sure. all. Sure. We check the uh, hashtags and we share them on the radio. 7.20, 9.20 like this. At Not The Nanny said, My <laughs> nine-year-old refused to listen to me, so I just referred to her water bottle as a sippy cup in front of all her friends. She is not Fran Drescher. She doesn't <laughs> care what you say. She is not. Chris Walker said, send thoughts and prayers to my seven-year-old. My wife just discovered that he's been putting his freshly clean clothes in the dirty hamper instead of in his dresser where they belong. Well, I guess they're clean clothes. Ooh, yeah, but she's going to kill him. She's already washed them, folded them, and put them in there, and then he just threw them in the hamper. Oh, boy. I get that. Krista Bellarina said, I told my five-year-old a funny story at bedtime, and when I finished, she just stared at me and said, I'm laughing on the inside, Mommy, and carried on brushing her towel's hair. This might be the end of story time. <laughs> Hashtag mom. It's the end of the segment for today. Mm-hmm. But you hear it every morning, 729-20. Send one in. You might hear yours. Time for tipsy. Or toddler. Ooh. It's a thirsty Thursday tradition. I'm not sure why. Where we line up phone callers. <laughs> they tell us a crazy story. I don't even know why we say thirsty Thursday, to be honest with you. It's so cheeseball. Well, it started because someone told us it was cheeseball, and we like to go oh, against right. all odds, and so then we... We said, well, now, now we're going to say it every Thursday, and it just kind of stuck. So yeah. it's been about two years of us calling yeah, it. There's, there's nothing like telling us don't do that that <laughs> right. makes us want to do it. We're actual toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> there you are. 
And I think we got a phone call, and it was a crazy story. And I said, well, you must have just been drunk. He said, yeah. no, I was actually a little kid. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of uh, inspired us. And people leave us messages, ask, so we line them all up here. And we got these phone callers ready to go. And they're going to tell us a little crazy story. And then it's up to us and up to you, the listening audience at home or in the car or at work. To figure out whether or not this happened to them when they were, in fact, a child, mm-hmm. a toddler, or just a drunk adult. All right? <laughs> That's how it works. Let's start with line two. This is Jade. I cooked a box of crayons in the microwave. Wow. Cooked oh. a box of crayons in the microwave. I'm going to go on a limb and say you were drunk. I'm, I, I got to go to, I got to go toddler. You think so? One. Yeah. yeah. I think it was a drunk adult. I was a little kid. Oh. Uh, I was trying to make my own paint, and I thought putting crayons in the microwave would <laughs> oh. achieve this. Uh, that's I smart. Didn't use any type of place so all the crayons like melted. Oh. The actual microwave ruining it. So yeah, my mom was really hardcore, and she made me eat some of the melted crayons <gasps> what? as a punishment. And it was awful. Wow. Uh, that's not hardcore. That's abuse. Yeah, that's... <laughs> she made you eat the crayons? That's what that is. Wow. Although, you, listen, I can, I can see that. I can see the thought process, even now as an adult, yeah. that you say, well, if I melt down the crayons, right. I'll, I'll have paint. And you can do... They actually have crayon art now where you take the, the crayons, and you, but you put it on a canvas and you right. use a blow dryer. And you, So, I mean, she was not wrong. You're on the right track. Right. But you ended up eating the crayons. Maybe so. mom should have just made you attempt to clean out the microwave, and even if it took you hours, you would have learned your lesson more so that way. You would think so. <laughs> Here's Harry. I serenaded a donkey, and then it kicked me in the stomach. <laughs> you were tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you when I was on a trip to Memphis once, they had a beer-drinking goat. That's terrible. That's the uh, the craziest uh, episode I can recall with an animal and booze. But Well, I, that's good. I, <laughs> that is good. I agree with you. I think he was a drunk adult. Yeah. Harry? I was like a little kid. Oh. What? I was at a birthday party for my best friend, and they had a donkey, which now I don't know why you'd have a donkey at a birthday party, <laughs> but I was singing happy birthday, and I was in the donkey's face because I thought it was so funny. Mm. He got agitated and kicked me mm. in the stomach. Yeah. Like as I cried, everybody else laughed, oh. including my parents. Well, I'm no. sorry. It's all it's all fun and games. Today. Terrible parents today. Wow. Well, you play a little pin the tail on the real donkey. <laughs> well, let's see what happens with Natalie. She's on line one. I wore my mom's bronze panties for a Halloween costume. Oh, man, that's troubling. <laughs> As the whole Halloween costume, I, I guess? I, I hope you were yeah, tipsy. I think, I think you're a kid. I you think, think so? Yeah. I say, I hope you're tipsy. You're not going out in brawn underwear. I was underwear. a little kid. Oh. We didn't have much money growing up, so we had to get creative. Uh, so when I was nine years old, and used my mom's bra and pants dress up as Madonna. <laughs> I went to school in that costume and was immediately sent home for breaking the school dress code policy. Yeah, I'm sure. It was 1988. 1988, okay. <laughs> wasn't really when Madonna even first came That's out. probably so. very embarrassing for the mother. That's like, probably <laughs> not only are you at school in mom's undies, mom's granny panties. <laughs> right. That's a couple of years after Madonna with the comb well, bra and all of that. So, well. Let's try and get another one in here. So I got stitches um, because I ran down a bowling alley and knocked the pins down with my forehead. <laughs> that could go either or. I'm going to go with drunk. I'm going toddler. Yeah? yeah. We've had all toddlers today. Yeah. I'm hoping for drunk. Um, I was very drunk. Yes. I thought it'd be funny to slide down the bowling lane <laughs> and knock over the pins. I ended up cracking my head open and I had to get 23 stitches. <gasps> wow. wow. See, it's not only stitches that get stitches, you know? My- <laughs> I think we can squeeze in a, a bonus call here because we got uh, Bernadette. So I was at an event with a couple of girlfriends, and 
We were waiting online to use the restroom and these other girls were in the restroom playing around and uh, I just couldn't take it anymore. I had to pee really bad. Um, so I just went underneath the stall and just started peeing. <laughs> mm. The other girls were standing there and didn't know what to do with me. That's a toddler. You think it's a toddler? That's a toddler. By the way, this was a uh, video message. We got it on the text. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I was a, a drunk adult. Oh. oh. Wow. Wow. Okay. Good times. I- <laughs> Good times. <laughs> there you go. That's how we do it. Tipsy or toddler. We were discussing earlier, uh, Rochelle went into the city, did a little shopping and took the train in. Now, you were in line somewhere. You ran into a relative of a celebrity. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, it, kind of. An, <laughs> an old celebrity, sort of. An old celebrity? Are we talking Joe Biden old? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not that old. So what, what happened? So I'm standing in line and... I just want to point out, by the way, it sounds like I'm... Uh, uh, Your Honor, he's leading the witness. It's because Rochelle will tell me I met a famous person in line. I was like, oh, really? Who'd you meet? Can't tell you. I'll tell you tomorrow on the show. So like, I have to wait to hear these things just like you do listening here every day. Yeah. I have no idea who it is you ran into. Right. Well, so there's a lady standing in front of me, and she's wearing a Michigan shirt, which is where I'm from. Right. So and you, you're a graduate, proud a graduate, graduate at the University so of Michigan. Anytime yeah. I'm outside of the state and I see someone wearing a Michigan shirt, I feel the need for whatever reason just to say go blue. It's and just, I, I just want to say, outside of the Ivy League, one of the best universities well, in America. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I So... She had it on. She's standing in front of me. I saw the shirt. I said, go blue. So we got to talking, mm-hmm. and she's this very, very sweet woman, and she started talking about her life, and her husband just passed out. People just open up to me. This is a weird thing that happens, but she just opened up to me, started talking about how her husband just passed away. I mean, you were in line at a store, and yeah. she's giving you all her life <laughs> yes. story? That's just strange she to started, me. She started tearing up. Okay, well, we were in a, a home store where the line was, like, wrapped around. I mean, it was an hour-long line, so we had oh nothing else to do but to- First of all, I would never- talk to anybody in line. <laughs> Second of all, I would never be in an hour-long yeah. line. Well, I there was something I, know, I wanted. Yeah, there was I something know, I wanted. I anyway, know. so she went through her whole story and was talking about how her kids are the ones who helped her through all of this. And she was like, you know what? Have you ever watched The Bachelor? And I was like, yes. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Only every day. She, she said, my son was or is Bob the Bachelor. And I knew exactly who she was talking about because Bob the Bachelor was from Riverview, Michigan, which was right near my hometown. It was a... Oh, it's it's, all making sense now. So it was all... I was like, oh my God! Are you kidding? So we got to talking about Bob the Bachelor. Now, Bob was like 20 years ago, right? He's going to be 50. He just turned... He just turned 51, actually. I think his birthday was like like two days ago or something. So she said his birthday's coming up. He's going to be 51. No, he didn't marry the the woman he met on the Bachelor. He right? just got married recently. Now, hang on. Was he was ago. he married to the woman on The Bachelor, divorced her, married someone new? I don't know. I didn't get into all of that. We might but need I, to do a little Wikipedia. I on. do know that he has two kids like under the age of three right now, and he's 51. Well, that's so not where did, you want to be in life. tell me that, but it was just so, <laughs> it was so crazy because she just st- went from me saying, go blue, to being sad because her husband passed away to my son is Bob the Bachelor. I just didn't know where to go from there. Did you watch uh, Bob the Bachelor? I did. I did. And your it- Honor, Your Honor, hostile witness. <laughs> now we are in a court of law because you said to me, when we get, we've been together for about four years yeah, now, and yeah. I, you told me that I started you watching The Bachelor. So that means Bob the Bachelor was on like 2003. <laughs> that means you were watching yeah. it well before you even met me. I well, I only watched this season because he was from my, he was from, he was my, the next 
town over. From where you where grew up. Okay, from. well, I'm, I, I'm not the cause of your bachelor addiction then. So don't, <laughs> well, I was not addicted don't to it. Don't try and pin that on me. And I did not watch it because of any other reason other than the fact that I knew when he was going to go do hometowns and all of that. I knew everywhere he was going. So that was really neat for me to see. Did she, uh, she have any pictures of this guy or anything? She did. She showed me her phone. She had a picture where he looked the same. It was yes. it was amazing. It's Bob the Bachelor. It's Bob the Bachelor. In other uh, reality show news, I know we were talking about that uh, Chrissy knows best and the big, uh, they're going to jail for bank fraud and mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. We might know somebody who is about to be on Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. You and I were out at an event the other night, mm-hmm. and we ran into a guy. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to plug his business. He seemed like a great guy, yeah, but I don't absolutely. necessarily want to plug his business because, mm-hmm. you know, I got no reason to plug his business. Mm-hmm. But the guy is apparently an inventor, and he's a, mas- a massage therapist by trade, and he invented a new back massager that I he, he's go- giving me the whole spiel. He's got his business card. He's yeah. got a- I don't know why he's pitching me. I mean, I can't do anything for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't like, know that. Listen, uh, I, if you ever want to come in, I'll show you. This. And he had a, the product with him, this back massager that he invented. And he's telling me all about it. And he said, by the way, I'm waiting to hear I'm one of the finalists to be on the next season of Shark Tank. It's amazing. He made it through three rounds already, 150 people. He's down to the final couple that they choose for Shark Tank. And I'm like, you're going to meet Mr. Wonderful? <laughs> you're going to hang with the Cuban? It's so cool. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even meet the people from the show and I was excited. Yeah. So. Well, he gave you one of, his little, one of his little back massager things. I still got it in the bag. I probably I should take it out and try it, right? I know. It looks. It, it kind of looks like an ice cube thing. <laughs> it, it does. It looks like an ice cube tray. But I'll tell you what, if the thing feels good, I'll send a little tweet to Cuban. Hey, Mark. Sure. Mark Cuban, listen. This thing works. Yeah. It I'm going to vouch for this guy. <laughs> Stay in touch with us anytime. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page right there, 1071theboss.com. Catch us on all the socials. We'd love a little thumbs up on our Facebook page. We're on the TikTok machine, Robbie and Rochelle. Mm-hmm. You can always get our podcast wherever you like yours, whether it's at 1071theboss.com. Real easy, just click the play button. Or on Spotify, Google Play. Are we on that iHeart app? I don't know. Are we I giving away it. a trip to the music festival? Seems like that's all they do. <laughs> no, I'm good. Hey, you want to go to our music festival? Ryan Seacrest will be there. I'm good. <laughs> bitter much? No, I'm not bitter at all. Who cares? Yeah. No, I don't know. see Wu-Tang Clan? Not really. <laughs> anyway, you'll find us up on there if you want to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five, five big old trending stories. We thought you needed to know. Be in the know, number five to number one. I have made a, a decision on this, by the way. We're going to count down every day. Okay. The counting up, counting down, the letters, it's just, it's too much. It's confusing. I think we're going to count down every day. Okay. We're going to do this Casey Kasem style. Starting from five to one? Yep. Okay. Keeping our feet on the ground and reaching for the stars. Okay. Want to win your trip to the Our Heart Music Festival? No. <laughs> I don't want a text to win anything. Leave me alone and play some music. Wow. This has nothing to do with anything. Wow. Number five, listen to a guy propose to a woman he has known for seven days, one week, and oh, then get geez. an immediate no. <laughs> you want to marry me? No. No. You want to go to the iHeart Festy Ryan Seacrest? No. no. I love you. I've only met you for a week. But will you marry me? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I so oh. enjoy hearing someone rejected when they're at. I love you so much. Will you marry me? <laughs> nope. Oh, man. That's just great. Wow. Not even uh, I'll think about it or nothing. Just well, like you're crazy. I've known you for a week. No, that that is crazy. He's crazy for asking. Wow. See, that is my kind of girl. For all you people that believe in love and first sight, mm-hmm. don't be an idiot. <laughs> she doesn't even know you. Did he have a ring? I don't know. <laughs> he did get down on one knee, though. That's true. Number four, there's a website, Ultimate Classic Rock, that has put together a list of uh, great rock songs, the best rock songs, they say, that are under two minutes. Real okay. quick songs. Uh, number one on the list, uh, From Me to You, The Beatles. 
Oh, okay. That is their shortest hit record. Interesting. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. The Letter, remember that song, Give Me a Ticket for an Airplane, oh, yes. and that whole love thing? Oh, I love that song. And then uh, White Riot by The Clash, Okay. which is an album cut. I have, If I had to pick a song, I think I'd go with, uh, you know, that Stay Just a Little Bit Longer? It has like a minute oh, and a half. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. The shortest song ever to go yeah. to number one. I think that's a great little song. It's Goes- a great little filler song when you're running late. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> That's a true thing. Now, now, not so much. But in the old days, you used to have to get to the news. You know, mm-hmm. at the, yeah, they hit the thing so the network had to be could come right out. on time. You had to be right on time. Yeah, I was so bad at that. <laughs> well, you're not great with time. No, so. thank God. That's usually I get to the news like oh, four past the hour. Yeah. So thank God those days are over. <laughs> anyway, for me to use a good one. Paul uh, was playing that the other night. He's he's on tour. He's in Boston. Yeah, Fenway Park, home of my Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. That's where you go to hear Sweet Caroline, not that horrible video that's going viral of Rod Stewart singing it the other day. <laughs> what, the one that says Boston sucks? No, not the Boston <laughs> sucks. That was that goofy band that Joe knows that did that to antagonize me. Yeah, yeah. You go to Fenway Park. It's a bit schizo. Number three, oh, there's a wedding reception. This is these people actually getting married. Mm-hmm. Wedding reception. And I guess someone went around and filmed people just as they came in. Sure. And then at the end of the night, after everyone had had a cocktail. Uh-oh. Hi, I'm Trev. This is my first drink. I am Trevor the Groom, and this is my last drink. Hi, I'm Holly. This is my first drink. Where are we going? That sounds about right. Yeah. First of all, it sounds like, every, <laughs> sounds like everybody is uh, from Scotland or sure, Ireland or something. Sure. So of course they're drinking at the mm-hmm. wedding. But if you're getting that sauce after you get married, are you are you feeling confident about your decision? So says the guy who doesn't remember the rest of his wedding night. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> who had a bottle of Jack to himself. <laughs> That had nothing to do with you. Uh-huh. I had to do it with some of the other people that were I attending. I understand. Okay? <laughs> and listen, I'm still paying dearly for yes, it. Yes, I know. Number two, here's fifth generation Maine lobsterman explaining why a hundred-year-old lobster he caught might have been one also caught by his dad, his granddad, and his great-grandfather. I don't know why I'm talking like what? a pirate. He's a fisherman, not a pirate. Got it. But, you know. This lobster's going to be around a hundred years old. My father has very likely caught this lobster at one point in his life. So is my grandfather, and possibly my great-grandfather has also caught it. If you want to get crazy, possible that my great-great-grandfather caught that lobster when it was a baby. Okay, first of all, you're a terrible lobsterman because you're supposed to I catch him and let's eat him. Right. So what are you doing throwing it back? <laughs> Exactly what I was thinking. Why are all the, why are all your family members catching the lobster then throwing them back? Yeah, What's you're the you're the here? worst lobstering family of all time. <laughs> what are you doing? Because if I caught a hundred pounds, I'd be like, oh, why was a hundred years old? Yeah, put it, boil them up, <laughs> get the butter ready to go. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus story for you. Did you know it's possible to overdose on melatonin? I, you know what? I just read this recently that there's been like an uptick in in overdosing because people give it to their kids. Well, you were correct. In the past five years, overdoses in kids are up 530%. Which is crazy. Now, the good news is it is still very rare Mm -hmm. and it's mostly from kids that grab the bottle and go, you know, like you with White Claw. Yeah. That's correct. And they make them into gummies. So right, if, they uh, think it's candy. Yeah, it's not a parent giving it to the kid. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you, I do it, especially during COVID with the kids home 24 hours a day. Yeah. We had the bottle of melatonin. Yeah. (laughs) One for you and two for me. My grandmother wasn't kidding around. She'd be like, here's some whiskey. Yeah. Drink it. The original melatonin. Stop talking. (laughs) All right, Graham. Yeah. And number one, The Rock, speaking of family, surprised his mom with a brand new house. He spent eight weeks designing it. He's filled it with uh, photos and items from the family's history, including, uh, I guess, someone in the family had a vintage ukulele collection that he put out there for mom. He's got his belts and his SmackDown memorabilia yes. from when he was doing What the Rock's Cooking and all of that. Oh. All right, Mom. This is your big room. Welcome home. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at this. 
Rock. Well, listen, it is very sweet. And I do love The Rock. Everybody loves The Rock. Yes. The Rock should be president. He's great. Yeah, I'm but, with you. But you get, like, he's a little puppy. Oh, I mean, he he is a multi-millionaire actor. Mm-hmm. You don't need to get that emotional about The Rock. It, he's fine, okay? What do you mean? Oh, you're just like, oh. He's so sweet. He oh. made his, he built his he's not mom a, puppy. a custom he's home. He's The Rock. I understand that, but he also <laughs> wore a tutu and pretended to be the Tooth Fairy, so I can do that. Well, I can that say that. that was a movie. He wasn't I pretending know, to be the Tooth Fairy. But he was somebody who would be willing to do that. Yeah, because he got paid like $50 million. So what? I love The Rock. <laughs> oh. I don't care. He's so sweet that he accepted a check from Warner Brothers Pictures. Whatever. I mean, I like The Rock too, but you know. <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? Like- I think it's very sweet that he did something like that for his mom is all I'm saying. There are a lot of other celebrities who are mega rich and don't do those kinds of things. So I, I think that's very nice. It is very nice. Okay. But- well, don't be mad at me for I'm liking The Rock. I'm not mad at you. Oh my gosh. Time for the world famous celebrity birthday file. Guess who's in here today? Johnny Depp. Yes. He is 59 today. Is that mess still going on? I feel like they're still talking about it every day. Yeah, I mean, she wants to... Because he posted well, she can't something. Pay it and, and, well, he finally got a TikTok, so that's the big thing he's But he got. posted, I'm moving on, and she posted, we'll never move yeah, on. Is no, it something she, like that? She's psycho like that. I just can't. <laughs> I don't care. Anything you'd like to say to Amber? She's psycho. If Amber's listening right now, what would you like to you're say to her? You're a psycho. <laughs> and you can't act. <laughs> and you're going to be poor. Michael J. Fox, 61 today. We love Michael J. Fox. Natalie Portman, Dick Vitale, celebrating his birthday today. It is National Donald Duck Day in honor of Donald Duck's oh, birthday. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's coming. Oh, my God. Oh, there he is. So good. So good. Oh, uh, so wrong. Who's your daddy? Okay. That's, that's so wrong. That's enough of that. It's so wrong. Six million hits on YouTube. <laughs> Don't blame me. It's he said, she said. With Robbie and Rochelle. This is interesting here. Cities with the biggest credit card debt in the country. Mm. Detroit, your hometown, number one. <laughs> well. <laughs> Fort Wayne, Indiana. Newark, New Jersey. Really? Cleveland, Ohio. Madison, Wisconsin. I was kind of surprised about mm. that. Yeah. That's all college kids out there. That's yeah. a big well, university and that's, town. The cost of living is probably high on a college campus. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, also a college town. Mm-hmm. Buffalo. Lewiston, Maine. I don't know what that's about. Well, that's it's a, expensive to live in Maine. I guess so. That's kind of a small town. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Everybody's spending money on beer. <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> New York is a little farther down the list. Anchorage, Alaska, Scottsdale, Arizona. These are all the cities with the biggest credit card debt. Interesting. I uh, am a little obsessive about credit card debt. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Because I'm a are. big believer. Listen, this this is that whole story that's out there about, uh, you know, Biden is trying to get rid of college debt. Mm-hmm. Remember Bernie and the campaign? That was his whole thing. Right. If right. you went to college, I will make sure I take away all your... Sure. And it's true. These kids, poor kids, they, you know, it's like $500,000. Let they me tell you. They go to college. Yeah, you're I'll still paying I'll show you my debt. statement for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I guess it made sense with people losing their jobs during COVID. Yeah. But now they're saying we want to just wipe out your college debt. And Murphy here in New Jersey saying the same thing. He's yeah. working on a deal. And depending mm-hmm. on your profession, there's... Credits you can get to not have to pay. Yeah. I got to tell you, I think I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I really, yeah, and I'll tell you why, because like with my credit card, if I spent the money and I'm an idiot and I have 15 different streaming mm-hmm. services, I buy wine, I'm mm-hmm. driving up north and I pay for gas, that's my fault for doing it. I should have to pay my sure. credit card bill and I, I should have you. to do it on time or it's an IOU. I have to, I owe them with interest. That's right. fair. Right. That's fair. Listen, the IRS certainly thinks so. They're after me all the time. Right. Okay. 
I think the difference between that and student loans is you get interest tacked on the day you graduate, whether you pay or not. So even if your payments are on time. But you, you know have, that up front. It's not like they surprise you with that. You so do, my point you, is, just well, like I know what I'm up to when I'm spending money in the card and then yes. I can't bellyache when I have yes. to pay it off. Yes. It's the same thing. If you sign up to go to college and you get a loan, you, I, you know that you're going to have to pay it off one I day. I do know that. However, while I was still in college, my loans got bought out by another distributor and they yeah. raised the interest rates and I had no choice because I already had the loan. I was already in school. So and I understand that, that not... that's unfair, but if you look at the fine print, it allows the company sure. to to do that kind of sure. a deal. So but you should have read it closely. People go to school with the assumption that when you graduate, you're going to be able to pay these off and have a career that allows you to do that. Well, and you're a just lot an idiot times, if that's what you think. I, see, I think you're wrong in that. And I think that right now, I will tell you, there are already college forgiveness for teachers if you're paying on them for 10 years because these are professions that people go into and you don't initially make a lot of money. You just don't. And so they're working and they're, they're, you're having to pay your student loans. You just, you can't afford to live, especially now with gas prices. And, and I stuff, understand so. all of that. I do. And I do sympathize, but I still don't think it's fair. If you signed up for it, you should have to pay for it. I understand what you're saying. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have to pay. Why do for I the, have to feel bad and take pity I, on you? I, I'm not you know? saying, I don't think that. And I don't necessarily think they should be wiped away. However, the interest rates on some of these loans compared to what you're paying in principal is ridiculous. I will tell you for example and this is getting a little bit into my finances here uh -huh. but i've been paying my student i've been out of school since 2012 okay so i've been yeah. paying my student loans for 10 years and on and off between forbearance and whatever i have only paid interest like twelve hundred dollars and principal is twelve hundred dollars all interest the rest payments. is all interest and i understand and for again 10 years i say how are you ever supposed to get rid of that well, you're not and that's your problem that's, you shouldn't have gone to college it's a I waste mean, of time <laughs> go get a job I you, hear you. you'd be a lot happier and i know that now but that's not what they tell you when you get out of school that's right because they want to hook you me. they want to hook you and take your money my mom but it's not my that. problem i understand well your mom didn't know what she was talking about i love her but <laughs> i hear you did your mom go to college uh, no. Exactly. And she and she's doing great for herself. She is I now, wish I was living in Florida. she struggled for a long time and well, she didn't want... So life is about struggle, babe. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I don't, okay. feel, I don't feel bad for these kids at all. If you okay. don't want debt, don't sign up for it. Okay. Just, just like I can't bellyache when I get the damn credit card bill every month. Makes me a little bit I, crazy. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're going to do, again, I don't necessarily think my stuff should be just completely wiped out. Right. But I do think that there needs to be some sort of a balance because once you make a certain amount of money, then you have to, your monthly payment's like three grand a month to pay it off. Well, listen, I mean, that's great. That's crazy. I'm You're all, for, uh, I'm all for capitalism, all for companies making money and whatever, as long as you sign the fine print. But I do think that, I guess you could put a cap depending on, you know, can't they can't go from 6% to 7,000%. But they do. Okay. But they do. But maybe they can go from 6% to 9%. That's business, babe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I sound like Scrooge, don't I? A little bit. <laughs> also, I, I think you fail to remember that you and I share finances now. So what my what where my debt is is also your debt. Well, listen, yeah, I mean, I'm not happy that you're paying it, but you signed up for it, so you got to pay your debt to not to society, but yeah. to the credit card I'd, people. Honestly, I'd if if someone said go to jail. if someone said go to jail for a year yeah. or finish paying these off, I swear to Jesus, I would go to jail for a year if it meant all of my debt was wiped out. I swear, I would. I would do community service. I would go to jail. for for a year. I I know that's a bold statement to make, it is. but it just hovers over your head for the rest of your life. Everything that you do is based off of that. And because I have $50,000 worth of student loans, like that's over my head until the day I die or until I can pay it off, plus paying off all of my other things. So maybe so. it's debt, maybe it's a loan, maybe it's a credit card. Let me hear from all you angry Rutgers students who don't agree with me, all right? <laughs> what is the, uh, the bill, you know, the ongoing payment that you hate paying the most? What's yeah. the one that just makes you a little nuts? Yeah. 
I'm curious. Because mm-hmm. again, for me, it's the credit card. But sure. I guess for you, you're you're with it's these student loans. You're with all these Bernie, so, you're all these Bernie socialists again, who think you I should have to pay said, your bills. I never said that. I never took a side. <laughs> I never said I just wanted them wiped clean. Right. All right. Now, if it happened, I'd just be like, well, great. Oh yeah. Well, hey, now I live in Canada. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. And I'm not being political. I think this is just you know middle yeah. of the road stuff. Sure. If you have to say you're not, you probably are. Yeah. <laughs> Call, text, get us on Facebook. You hate paying this bill every month. What is it? That's your he said. She said.